Jesus, 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 Jesus. Jesus, 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 Jesus. When we call on the name Jesus. And when we call on the name, we know his name is above every name. Jesus. When I think about the goodness of Jesus. And what he's done, not just for me, what he has done for us. It been times we were in situations where our faith began to fall. And here comes Holy Spirit saying give thanks. Saying don't forget. Saying always remember. Saying to stand firm and stand fast. I don't know about you, but... When I think about the goodness of Jesus. When I think about all he has done. My God. Jesus. I got a praise that cannot be contained. I just came from a beautiful service. Ministering God's goodness. Ministering God's love. And to see people in my family and friends that know me before I was even born. And I mean that literally. I'm spiritually. To see me today. To see the growth of the goodness of Jesus in my life. Jesus. My God. How can I not say anything? How can I not raise my hands, lift up my head? Out of all you have done, looking at my entire testimony, even as a child, you were there, Jesus. In my mother's womb, you were there. At the wedding before I was even conceived, you were there. And you say I was with you before the foundations of the world. My God. Jesus. I had to rush home. I had to rush home. To go in my bedroom. To lift up his name. Even though I lift it up everywhere I go. But when you are ministering. And you're praising and worshiping. But you want to keep it together some places where you are. Because some things happen in decency and order. And we had an orderly fashion, a time, a time limit, time frame. I didn't want to take up no one time. Because there was other people who were speaking. And I had people come to me. Having no idea they receiving God's word through me. Receiving God's love through me. And my testimony is giving them hope. And there's so much also is mine. And it also encourages me. 
Your lives encourages me. Your testimony. I can't. I can't. I can't. Jesus. Jesus. in that place and all I could think about is how he delivered me and every time he prepared a way for me every time my heart got heavy my mind was cluttered and my praise and worship wanted to stop he gave me a memory to remember that he is the same. My God. Oh my God. Oh my God. You see. You see. Oh Jesus, my God, your presence. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. I always Flip attention back on the person who's trying to give it unto me. I'm not here by myself and I'm not here of myself. Same God is using me. It's the same God using you. The same fire I have is the same fire you have. The same determination I have is the same determination. The same hunger, the same hunger. The same thirst, the same most important, the same Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes God will give me a message to I start out smooth. Nah, I don't think I ever started out smooth. <laughs> Excuse me. God used people, he used us so differently when we give messages of him. Some people just smooth the whole time, just nice and calm, and yet so powerful. I mean, sharp. But soon as, <laughs> Excuse me. As soon as I walk in that place, I said, I already know what time it is. <laughs> because you know how God acts. You know your father. And you know, and he knows your level of praise and thanks. And when you open up your mouth, Jesus. And that's everywhere I go. <laughs> and it, it brings laughter to me because people, a lot of people never saw, saw it or see it coming. When they just see this short. Petite little nice smiley lady come in there, and then when God used me to open up my mouth, everyone, everyone is at the attention of God. I'm trying to tell you, and I thank God for what He's doing in you too. 
And I think and when I was around certain family members and certain people when I come around them, one thing I do want to leave and I release in the atmosphere, don't you dare feel intimidated. Don't you dare think that you're lower than me. Don't you dare think that God is not using you. Don't you dare thinking that you're messing up. Don't you dare think that you're broken enough. Don't you dare put yourself beneath what God has called you to be. Don't you dare. But some people will, will try to push back or hide away or feel, you know, like I'm just not good enough because they know what they're doing that you don't know they're doing. The Holy Spirit already know you know what they're doing behind closed doors because you once did what they're doing. And then some people feel like, well, I'm not taking it serious enough because I see your change and yet I'm still making the same mistakes. So that means I said, uh-uh, we're not going there. We're not going there because greater is he who's in us. Stop focusing on your mistakes. Stop focusing on your failures. See yourself as an overcomer. See yourself in the presence of God. See yourself healed. See yourself standing. See yourself delivered. See yourself. Higher than you are to see yourself in the area of being in the presence of the Lord. And not of pride. Hallelujah. And I embraced them with hugs. Immediately. Especially the people that went back to doing things they used to do and you know they were standing when you were on the ground. But when you got up, now they're on the ground. They're looking at you like I was just up there. Now you up. No, we up together. Let's stand up. Let's stand up together. And we're going to shout and we're going to walk this walk out together. There's no I in anything when it comes to me. You understand? And I love how God uses me. It's no intimidation. We ain't got time for no hateration. Oh, no. The same God in me, the same God in you. Hallelujah. We've both been hungry and God prepared food for us. We both needed something and God came through for us. We both cried out and he heard us. We both was worried. We both was in doubt. We all experienced some type of trauma or tragedy. And he shows up on the mist at the scene every single time. You know why? Because he never left our sight. Never left. Imagine what that looked like when all of you gather and go into the house of the Lord. And not just walking in this house thinking that he is God. Walking in with your head up knowing you are also seated in the kingdom. God is the lifter of our head. And I told them, no, come here. Every time someone gave me a compliment, no, I, re- I, re- I was receiving, thank you. But I never, I'm not going to just walk away with that compliment. I definitely got to release it back in the atmosphere. No matter who you are, where you are, where we are, what we're doing, it don't matter to me. You are beautiful as well. You are powerful as well. You are also a child of God. And we are all in this together. God just showed me like a soft pretzel. You know how it's twisted in the middle? We are twisted. Connected. We're connected as one. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I say hallelujah, I mean hallelujah. I don't mean hallelujah because it sounds good or because I heard it's the highest praise. No, hallelujah because I know that God is good. I know God is the highest. I know God is the only. I know God is willing. 
I know God is moving. I know God is with me. And I know he's always watching. He is the lifter of our head. That's why I say there's no way. No way. God's presence is on me so heavy today when I minister. It's always heavy upon me. But when you go in front of people, you have no idea what they in need of. But God knows every heart. And you are the releaser of your father in the atmosphere. And there were a lot of people today. There were a lot of people today. That church was filled. The God's presence was so powerful releasing out of me to the point I can barely even stand. I had to rush home. And here I am recording straight from outside. God loves these recordings. I'm trying to tell you. Whenever you record something or write it down or sing something or post something, God, he loves that. Because it's not erased. It's a reminder. It's in the atmosphere as a reminder of who he is. So why not? He wants to keep seeing it over and over and hearing it over and over again. It's not a lie. Hallelujah. And I love how the guys, my brothers in Christ, the ones who be out, you know, good hearts, but still, you know, got a little bit of worldly things they, you know, battling. Whether it's a smoking weed or selling on the street or whatever it is due to whatever kind of influence they done seen and embraced. And here comes God through me. Loving anyhow. I was never the one to say, stop smoking. You know you shouldn't be drinking. You know you shouldn't be wearing that. You know you shouldn't be talking like that. No, I always sit amongst them all. Sit with a person with a bottle in their hand. Hallelujah. Not saying going around looking for opportunities to do that. But if God sent me somewhere, you must believe I'm going. Unashamed and unafraid. Hallelujah. And when I heard my grandmother gave a word today, I said, my God, that's where I get it from. They you have a song, you get it from your mama or you get it from your grandmama. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. They know you've been touched if they're walking with God. My grandmother on my father's side of the kingdom, my grandmother Shirley, she shows up and visit me every now and then, but she always used to show up when I was growing up when I was hurt, when I felt trouble, when I felt like I was misunderstood, like no one was there. And then that's when she would show up. And then now I see her face just smiling like my precious Nene. I was always this special, precious child that everyone treated so special. I barely talked much to anybody in the natural because I had a lot to say to God in the supernatural realm. Like I said, our first conversation, as far as I can remember, I, was, I just turned five when I learned that day how to tie my shoe 
in order to go outside and play. And God was instructing me. I don't remember what he said, but all I remember one word, instructions. And I was agreeing at five. And I have built a relationship with him. No matter we grow up in church with our grandparents or parents or whoever brought us to church, whether we're still in the congregation or not, or even engage with the congregational fellowship with them or not, you still was in the house of the Lord. And I grew up being angry because we grew up Jewish. And we fasted more than eight. And I didn't know I was a kid who liked to eat. What we fasting for again? Peace? I feel peace already. Give me the food. What else we fasting for? Understanding. Oh, I'm not misunderstood. Where to play that? But we had to fast. A lot of restrictions we had growing up Jewish. We couldn't eat nothing great. We couldn't eat pork. We, we lived off Leviticus pretty much. And I was like, they have no idea. I just got a revelation. It ain't Leviticus. My God. But I had to obey because I was a minor. And when I left, when I was old enough to leave, I was like, I, can't, I couldn't stand it. I never had any good memories. And God said, wait a second. We're not going to talk about the bad. We're not going to talk about the mistakes. We're not going to talk about any of that. You were in the house of the Lord. You were where my name was lifted up. Whether they was lifted up right or not, it was still my name. You felt Holy Ghost. You received Holy Ghost at a very young age. You were born touched. Before you was in your mother's womb, you were touched. And the enemy now understand why he tried to take me out so many times. Minister to my mom. Just had my sister. Matter of fact, got married out of high school with my dad. They've been together since junior high. They got married straight out of high school. She was still young. He both of them young. So she got married pregnant with my sister. And then a year after that, here she go with me. She didn't really, you know, want to do it all over again so fast. They were still young. And here goes the enemy about me. Don't you have that one. Get rid of this baby. Get rid of her. You don't want to give birth to her. And the day she was going for her abortion, the nurse lied to her. They said, wait a second. I need you to hear something. She said, what? Because when you're going for abortion, you don't want to hear no heartbeat because you're not already ready to get rid of the heartbeat. The, the lady nurse somehow snuck and allowed her to hear my heartbeat. But it wasn't my heartbeat that she heard, my God. It was the heartbeat of God concerning me. And from that day forward, the devil been trying to take me out. Take me out. And using people and places and things to do it rapidly. Since I, my mother pushed me out, he was trying to tap me in the womb. But God, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. But God. Come on, somebody. 
It don't matter what kind of mistake you made ever. When God said he's a forgiving God, hold him to that. That's exactly who he is. A forgiving God. Lord, we love you so much. We thank you so much. I want you to enjoy this day on purpose. Enjoy this day with purpose. I know you guys have been hearing my phone go off so much. Because I'm getting prayer requests and people just want to say things so much. And this never really happened before. Like right now, I got 769 friend requests. And out of that 769, probably only two would be accepted. I'm trying to tell you. As God is working, so is the enemy. And I love Holy Spirit to tell you when and what and how to do things. Hallelujah. I'm not going to hold you any longer. So the presence of God is so powerful right now. Always. But when you think about the goodness of Jesus. Ooh, Jesus. I don't even know what I'm going to do today. I have no idea. I don't even know if I'm even going to do anything. I just, I'm just in the edge of, in the corner of the wall. Just like God, my God. No matter what kind of lifestyle you live, you experience his goodness. Some way, somehow. Let me tell you like that. A lot of people have people thinking, oh, you don't express God until you make Jesus your Lord. God is who he say he is because it's already been finished. God is not mad. God can never be mad ever again for he is satisfied. He just want you to know he's satisfied. He want you to know you're free. He want you to know you're healed. He want you to know what he know because of what he done. Because of how much he loves you. Hallelujah. And I just thank God. My grandmother, my grandmother was looking at me. She was like, wow. Wow. I can see all that God in you. And I'm going to tell you something. It don't matter if you feel supported or unsupported. It don't matter if you're liked or unliked. You continue on with your walk with Christ. And you give Christ all you got. Being around people in places where I used to do what I'm seeing them do. All I can think about is the goodness of Jesus. To never be entangled again. You know why? Because I know I had a time. That's not going to help me. That's going to push me backwards when I'm moving forward. So therefore, I've been down that road. And old things been passed away. And I got too many lives connected to my obedience. And there's no way I'm going to let anyone down ever again, especially myself. Hallelujah. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Lord, I taste it. I ain't lying. I taste it. I thank you guys for listening. Keep me in prayer. I mean it. I mean it. And when I say prayer, it doesn't mean because I'm troubled. No, I'm not moved. 
I say prayer because when you go to God regarding your neighbor and not of yourself, your blessing comes. When I tell you to pray my strength, I'm not saying because I'm weak. Because when I'm weak, his strength is made perfect. When you pray for someone other than yourself, here come your blessing. So I'm actually asking you to call forth your blessing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I told God, I'm going to tell you, I turned down money so much. I turned down money so much. And people say all the time, don't you turn down a blessing. I know when to receive and I know when to give. Trust me. I'm not going to allow myself or the enemy to persuade me to think as a price to something that's been made free. That's available for you and I. There's so many people charging for something that is free. And there's no way. That's like you saying you taking matters in your own hand when it comes to your well-being and your financial area in your life. I can't trust God to take care of me, so I got to have people pay me to do this. There's no way. No way. No way. And look at me. Look at me. My God. Have money, but don't even have to touch it. Most of the time. Let me say that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because I sow a lot. I'm such a cheerful giver. Hallelujah. But God will also tell me when to stop. <laughs> All right, now. <laughs> That's enough. Because <laughs> some people you could give to have more than you. Hallelujah. But I thank God that there is no shortage to God's supply in my life. In your life. Many things that happens to me I don't need no money to do. God already provides. <laughs> my God. When I went to Africa twice in one month. Usually the trip is about in the 3000s, 2000s, but you got to find it in the right time of the year. And I went at the wrong, like this is like the good time to go. <laughs> it's better to go in the winter time here. Hallelujah. But I just been called every time by God to go during this time. <laughs> every time. And I'm going to tell you something. The grace that God put on them prices, my God. <laughs> Certain things you can say and certain things God said you can keep. I'm trying to tell you. I'm not the one that parade every detail by detail. But I don't mind testifying. But certain things like God said you can keep. <laughs> and I made information. <laughs> Hallelujah. You don't have to go around blasting and broadcasting everything. No. But if someone acts, I wouldn't mind testifying specifically. Specifically. Hallelujah. I just love how everyone towards me, spirit, was so sweet today. You know why? Because they give and take. They saw a sweet spirit. And they gave back a sweet spirit. Some people give what they get. They give you back what you give them. You give me attitude, I'm going to give you attitude. 
You give me frustration, we both going to be frustrated. But when you release sweetness, when you release peace, when you release, God can't even stand by the fall. My God, Father, what's going on today? Your presence is so powerful. God. My God. My God. I love the fact that it's it's for real with me. It's for real. This ain't no playing around. No trying to sound good and not living good. Nah, it's real deal. What you see is what you get. <laughs> and even greater. Because I'm learning more and more each day. But I just thank God. That people that were against me are now for me. My God, I'm trying to tell you. Just to sit back and let God move on your behalf. Usually, I'm going to be honest. Back in the day, I read that scripture and, I, and you can't get away from that scripture because everybody got to say it. Everybody. Do not mess with my anointing. Do my prophet no harm. But when I grew up, people were saying it. They said it out of anger. Like they want God. Like they want to sit God on be like he's a dog. Get him, God. Get him. He said, do not mess with my anointing. Do my prophet no harm. In other words, he's going to get you for messing with me. <laughs> but what you doing to, to his anointing? What you doing to the prophetic person, child of God? That's not the heart of God, the sick God, the one God to punish someone. How can you get pleasure out of someone being hurt? Angry. Punish. So it rubbed off on me when I was growing up. But I never said it. I felt it though. <laughs> Somebody bothered me for no reason. I'm like, mm mm mm. <laughs> Feel sorry for you. And then days later, they'd come back. They're not no longer here. Or, I mean, I mean, no longer here. I mean, no longer at the place, the job, or whatever. Or something happened, some sort of tragedy. And I found myself one time saying something. I had a super, I'm going to quickly testify. I had a supervisor at one time. I was there for 12 years at the time. And she just came to the center and she wanted me. It took my voice. She wanted to do a petition about the director who actually hired her. And it took for me to say, I want her to step in her friend's position in order for her to have that. And I thought that was a wrong thing for her to do. She got you a job and you want to step over her head and get her terminated? Oh, no, we're not doing that. And they said, if Miss Quin Hood, Miss Quinesha agree, then we're going to do what you ask. I said, no, I don't agree. That's not going to happen. She gave her a job. Why would you want to take hers? And she gave you one. It's no way. We're not going to do that. And she kept doing things to disrespect me all the time. So I never said anything. I just went home and prayed. I went to the closet. I made a punch the wall a little bit sometimes. I ain't going to be real. And I left out smiling though. But I went in that closet punching, you know. But I thank God I don't have to do that anymore. But I came to work. I said, where's she at? They was like, oh, just she done fell down the steps. I said to myself, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Thinking about how I grew up with that scripture, how people were abusing it. I was like, see, you got to mess with my anointing. But God began, as I began to mature, God said, if you love your neighbor as you love yourself, you wouldn't even thank God or want God to punish anyone. Because you wouldn't even be offended in the first place for what they say and do to you. Because you know you have the ability and the power to shift the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Ever since then, I stopped saying it. But the thing is, I said it to a wrong person. They went back and told her what I said. Jesus. See? 
You fell down them steps because you mess with God. So oh my God. Quanisha said, that's what happened when you mess with God. I said, oh my God. She got a broken foot in her. Then you're going to try to blame her. Why are you going to do that? Why are you going to call me out like that? Jesus. Now she really hate me. But the thing about it is, she can no longer come near me. She too ashamed. But I have not came across her ever since that time. But I can sense whenever people are around and she's supposed to have been and she don't come because she's ashamed of what she's done. But I forgive you and I'm going to release that in the atmosphere that we do and we will have another encounter. And this time I will embrace you with the love of God. I'm not angry and you're not going to walk around in shame. Because we all make mistakes. You're not by yourself with a mistake. So have I. Matter of fact, can you forgive me? You understand? And here go God. Just because I said that, watch I see her like tomorrow. So I'm trying to tell you. Maybe today. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, God would do that. Because one time I told God, I said, you know, I feel, I'm walking in love, God. Anybody I ever offended, man, I started into everybody I offended that day. I was like, oh, Lord, this hurts. <laughs> I said, hold on, we'll be right back, God. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'll be right back with this one. But when you mature, like I said, you don't have a heart to think that way, to resent. You have a heart to love. Whether you can feel anything contrary to how you feel on God, I mean, feel with God inside of you, and they are releasing something different, you still love anyhow. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Let's enjoy this day. Remember, greater is he who is in us. My God. I cast that brick wall down. I see a brick wall. I cast that down. I don't know who got a brick wall up, but I cast big old bricks too. My God. I cast that brick wall down. Hallelujah. And that goes for everyone who has a wall up. Every stronghold, I cast it down for Jesus being lifted high. Speak healing to every organ and command them to function as they ought to right now. Hallelujah, God. I'm going to tell you something. The, the, the fun of God is in me. I'm so ready to have fun right now with the gospel of God. Traveling around the world, having fun and releasing who God is. Going to the beach, going to theme parks, going to muse, I mean, all the museums. Just going around traveling the world. Hallelujah, going to beautiful waterfalls, going under the sea, just doing beautiful things. But there's definitely a limit to under the sea, my God. Jesus, let's stay on top of the water, my God. Let's stay on top. <laughs> that when, I'm not the one to be, you know, scuba diving, doing no things, no bungee jumping, no skydiving. I don't do things like that, my God. You might get a roller coaster out of me, but you won't be getting nothing like that, my God. <laughs> my God. Jesus. I take risks, but definitely not that way. Hallelujah. So I love you so much and keep me in prayer and receive your blessing as you lift me up in prayer. For I lift you up also. I love you so much. And remember, greater is he who's in us than he who is in the world. I love you. <laughs>